Hello everyone, a very warm welcome to another edition of Marketing the Invisible. My name is Tom Poland and joined today by Fabian Geierhalter. Fabian, a very warm hello, g'day from Australia and welcome. Where are you hanging out? I'm hanging out in Long Beach, which is uh, greater Los Angeles. Long Beach, California, well away from the fires, I hope. Yeah, just far enough. But yeah, we can definitely see the smoke. It's not fun right now. Oh no, our thoughts are going out to everyone who's threatened by that. We've recently had bushfires and evacuation alerts here where I am in Australia as well. So we feel oh, for sure, them. Yeah. Cross our fingers. So for those of you who don't know Fabian, he's a renowned brand strategist, which I always find the most fascinating of subjects. And creative director, he's a prolific author and speaker on the subject of branding. He's the founder and principal of Los Angeles-based brand consultancy, Finian. And our subject today is going to be how to turn any venture into an admired brand. Fabian's going to tell us how to do that in just seven minutes. Fabian, our seven minutes starts now. Question number one is, who is your ideal client, please? Ideal client is a founder of a company that needs to define his or her brand foundation, name, and identity. Or if part of a rebranding, it's a founder or a marketer or CMO who needs to reevaluate the brand's positioning, identity, and voice. Perfect. Thank you. Six and a half minutes left. Question two, what's the problem you solve? I create clarity and focus. That's really how I like to say it. It's, you know, most entrepreneurs are focused, but they're only focused on the product. It's product, 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 right? And they can't be focused on the customer, on the consumer, on the client. So they're kind mm. of like in that bottle, right? So I create that foundation for them that serves as a liaison so that they can get a strong brand that creates strong bonds with hopefully an ever-growing tribe. And by the way, that's totally disregardless if it's D2C, B2C, B2B, right? Because all companies desire a loyal following that clearly understands what the brand offers and also what values the brand showcases that they can buy into, right? People need to buy into shared values. And everyone wants the company to be liked and followed, right? But how many brands are you following on social media, right? There's not many. And the ones that you're following they're actually personable, right? So they feel like they're friends in the timeline. And most brands do not know how to authentically become personable. Hmm. That's really what I'm saying. Thank you. Well articulated. There's quite a lot there to unpack. So folks, feel free to rewind or you read the transcript, which is sometimes a very good <laughs> way to get even more value out of that because there was a lot in there, Fabian, a lot of value, a lot of concepts. Question number three, just over five minutes left. Someone's got this problem of not having their brand well-established, not getting the community or the tribe established, not clearly communicating values, etc. What are some of the typical symptoms they're going to be experiencing when they've got that problem? Well, yeah, like you already pointed at, right? They have a product, but no one cares, despite it being an actual good offering. So that's mm. a problem. Or they have a service that sells, but they don't get an engagement as the brand. So, you know, or the third one is actually they're launching a brand but they have difficulties understanding themselves what the true north is, why people would deeply care about the brand. And that's quite difficult to achieve when you're inside your own head, right? It's so you can't see the wood for the exactly. trees. Thank exactly. you. So question four, just under four and a half minutes left. What are some of the common mistakes that people are going to make? They've got a brand that's not getting cut through. It's not generating loyalty. People are not buying. They're going to try stuff before they find your solution. So what are some of the things they try that actually don't work? 
while they tried to be too many things to too many people, right? And that's why brand clarity creates that focus that allows them to attract the right people. I call it your brand DNA, right? You have to define your brand DNA and then voice it and actually stick to it. And I think it's really crucial. I actually, my latest book, Bigger Than This, How to Turn Any Venture into an Admired Brand, where the title of our conversation today came from, I noticed a lot of commodity type products, so products that have really nothing new to offer, right? No tech, no innovation, no new design, but they turned into admired brands because they created an emotional connection. And mm. that is really that is really exciting, right? So there are companies like Poppin who distribute, you know, office products. And the office products are suddenly in colors. They're pink and they're green and they're all kinds of colors. That's all, right? It's the same old plasticky stuff. But they disrupt through delight. And that's all it is. Their brand DNA is delight. Or Shinola, the watch company out of Detroit. There's no innovation. The watches are not completely innovative or newly designed. It's just that they're made in Detroit. So that heritage becomes the brand DNA. So most entrepreneurs, even the ones that have a tech-based or innovation-driven offering, they have a hard time making the brands personable. So the mm. companies really lack heart and soul. And that's what makes it become a true brand. Very interesting. So they've created competitive advantage, not through a product feature, but through brand strength. So thank you. Two and a half minutes left. Question number five, we're going well here. What's one valuable free action that you could recommend an audience member takes that it's not going to solve the whole problem, but it's going to take them a step in the right direction? You know, define that brand's DNA, right? What is bigger than your offering? So think outside of your offering and really think about the brand. What does it stand for, right? So write down in a sentence, you know, here's what we sell and here's who we sell it to. And then finish the sentence with because, right? So that's where you will find that emotional connection you need to uncover. And that will be a brand's true north. That should really be the answer to Simon Sinek's big why, right? Why does the brand actually exist? So that's what I would do to define your brand DNA. And can you give us an example of that, what that sentence would be for your yeah, business I mean or one of your clients' businesses, perhaps? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look to Whole Foods, right? It's an American chain. Everyone knows it's now part of Amazon. You know, two health conscious customers. We are a grocery store that provides healthy food options. And then the because is because we believe in whole foods, whole people, and the whole planet. Like that is magic. And that's their HR. That's like what kind of products they store in their grocery stores. Everything is part of that because. Whole people, whole foods, whole planet. Very clever. Thank you. Just a minute left, two questions left. One valuable free resource we can direct people to. I'm going to, for the sake of time, just tell them what it is. www.resonate, R-E-S-O-N-A-I-D, R-E-S-O-N-A-I-D. We'll have the link under the video interview, but if you're on iTunes or whatever, .com. And go there because you can start a free part of a course there, which a bunch of free stuff, but go there, do the brand course. Question seven, Fabian, the one question I should have asked you but didn't answer, please, in 30 seconds. <laughs> Why is Fabian obsessed with branding? <laughs> and the answer <laughs> That's what is... I would ask because, because I really strongly believe that branding is the new advertising. I feel like stories are now real and brands can't wear costumes anymore. So today, branding, if you do it in a transparent, authentic, and meaningful way, you can create better companies, better cultures, and quite frankly, a better world. And who would have thought that branding could ever do that for you? <laughs> Fabian Gaia-Halter, thank you so much for your time. Hey, my pleasure. 
Thanks for checking out our Marketing the Invisible podcast. If you like what we're doing here, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. It's very much appreciated. And if you want to generate five fresh leads in just five hours, then check out www.5hourchallenge.com.